this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And today we have back on the show, Wendy No, the executive director of Dove Recovery House for Women. If you haven't listened to it yet, you can jump back and listen to the previous episode where we interview uh, AJ, who is living at Dove and has been for the last couple of years. And it's an inspiring story of hope and recovery and a celebration story of the great work that Dove Recovery House is doing for women of Indian for the women of Indianapolis. And today Wendy comes back and tells us a little more about the root causes of addiction and what happens and how women get to the place that they need the services at Dove. So here we go. Hey, Wendy, I'm so glad to continue this conversation about the work that you're doing at Dove Recovery House for Women. And one of the things that we've talked about several times is really what's at the root of many of these addiction challenges that women have. Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. It's, you know, it's it's my soapbox. It's it's the the thing I stand on um, because, you know, when I started here at Dove House, I didn't know a lot about addiction. Um and you've been and here five years, right? Five years, yep. And so really just educating myself on it, knowing the women, talking to them, um, understanding the places that they came from. And that's a good point is education, not just on what you could research and learn from books, academics, right. science, but the experiences and seeing how that plays out in the women that live here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's I mean, holistic learning. It, it is. Yeah. You can learn a lot from academics, um, but... To, to know the women, to know their stories, to know what came before addiction is huge. So, you know, our average age of drug, drug use is 13. That's when women first begin using drugs. I have a 13-year-old at home. I have a 16-year-old at home. So what happened before that? You know, why why would a woman at 13 years of age, a baby girl, decide, What grade are you in at 13? Um, Cameron, my youngest, is in eighth grade. Yeah. So seventh or eighth grade. Just to give some context. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe a freshman. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she's young for age, so I would probably say at least... Yeah, seventh or eighth grade, okay. middle school. Right. Um, that's the average age of drug use. And so when we heard AJ started using at 11, what happened? Um, 90, really 100% of the women that come into our program have some form of trauma. So trauma is at the root of addiction. People don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we we paint this picture of what an addict looks like, you know, strung out, not working, abusing our economy. Yeah. Right. Draining right. society, right. whatever. And it's so unfortunate because these women are freaking fascinating. They're you and I, right? right? You know, they have a story. They have something to share. But some point in their life, someone broke them. And we know that here at Dove House, the average mentality of a woman that comes into our program is 14. Because the minute you start using drugs and alcohol is the minute your brain stops maturing. Okay, let's pause on that. So AJ had mentioned that when she came in, she was 18 and a half, but she was mentally 11 years old. She was, because that's when she started using drugs. And you say say that again. And the minute you start using drugs, what shuts down? Your brain. Your brain You stop maturing. Um, you, you lose those life skills. You don't know how to manage conflict. You don't know how to make healthy choices. Like AJ saying that, you know, she's never actually... quit from a job. She's always just left because she avoided conflict. She didn't know how to do those things. And so now it's teaching them, hey, you got to give a two weeks notice. But and that isn't necessarily a malicious, I, or it isn't, I, I want to be malicious and just quit my job. She doesn't, 
she didn't before now, now she's gaining them here at Dev House. She didn't have the coping mechanism to face that kind of challenge. Absolutely. Uh, you know, here's a, a great example. So my oldest is 16. Um, she just got her CNA license through high school because she wants to go to med school. So this is a great part-time job for her. She struggled getting a part-time job because of her age through, through you know, clinical nursing assistant. She got an interview today. She has an interview at four o'clock. She comes down. She's got Converse on in her jeans with holes in them. She goes, mom, do you think that this is okay? I'm like, no. Like, I know you just found out, but you need to go upstairs and put on a nicer pair of jeans and some cute flats because you're representing yourself. Right. They don't have someone teaching them those right. things um, or because they start with addiction at such a young age that they forget those life skills or they don't have an opportunity for those life skills. So we always tell people that, you know, the average age of drug use is a very young age. There is so much conversation happening right now around the overprescribing of opioids, like pain pills. Right. And there's there and there is evidence that supports that these pharmaceutical companies have really misled the community on addiction and or you know on on the use of of overuse of these prescription pills. Pain meds, pills right. That's not what we see here at Dove House. Um, I think that I know that happens. I think it happens to people perhaps with insurance, you know, they're going to other places, but the women that come to us, they're the most vulnerable. They represent a much larger proportion of those addicted with drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. Something happened at a very young age. So I said a hundred percent, right. Have some form of trauma in their lives, usually in adolescence on up. Um, many of them have years over years through adulthood from childhood have experienced some form of trauma. Unfortunately, approximately 95% of our, of our clients have experienced childhood sexual abuse. I was going to say in, in the, the abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse is usually that trauma. It is. And so it's what we call trauma is the gateway drug, right? So you're not 13 years old and you start using heroin, or some other form of addiction, you know, of, of a narcotic or alcohol. Something happened. They are using... This is not, my girl went to a party and somebody handed them a beer. Like there has been yeah. some significant act in their lives that has broken them and they're looking for something to fill that up. Absolutely. And I don't want to undermine those that have gone to a party and they have the Skittles party where they all get into their parents' pain cabinets or prescription pain, you know, their medicine cabinet and throw in pills and they get addicted. It, it, that, that, that happens. happens. Right. Absolutely. What we see here at Dove House is especially for women, something else happens. So early onset childhood sexual abuse. Um, and that's why we say trauma is the gateway drug. So you are looking at this. Yes, you are You are providing real needs, parental, practical for, for women like AJ. But you're also, as the executive director here, looking systemically at how can we get at this trauma thing mm -hmm. to look at the means of preventing addiction or getting an addiction from a different angle than just supporting it after it happens. Right. What's, what's the prevention look like? I mean... I don't know. I can, I think I at times can be a bit, um, I don't know what the word is, but I can kind of make people angry or, you know, I, prevention is important. It's key, right, to preventing this. But here's what we're looking at right now. Um, we have more children in the foster care system in DCS here in Indianapolis than, we, than they do in the state of, of New York. We have one of the highest rates of opioid use in the state of Indiana or in the, in the country. Sorry. We also have 
I think we, I think the statistic is we only can serve about 10% of the population that have addiction. Oh my so 90% of people that are suffering from addiction have a place to go. There are even fewer places for people to go who don't have access to health insurance or, or, or have the financial means to access treatment. Right. So here at Dove House, what we do is we identify, we know that trauma is at the core of everything that we do. So we have trauma therapy here. We have two therapists that are, are specially trained in trauma therapy and dealing with that. So it's identifying what that trauma is, recognizing it, talking about it, and then dealing with the things around them, mm-hmm. right? Um, and all of our staff is, is is comes from that nature. Everyone from our, our nighttime staff to me, understanding that you don't just go hug someone who's having a bad day, one of our clients, you ask for permission because that's her space. I always say, do you want a hug? If a client's in my office, do you want a hug? And they're like, no, I really, I don't, I don't think I need a hug. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. Right. And if someone wants a hug, you give them a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for some women that need a nightlight in their room because they're scared of the dark because bad things happen in the dark. Right. It's understanding that for some women, um, they don't want to live in a smaller of our, our two-person rooms. They want to stay in one of the big rooms because of the, the comfort of knowing that there's other people around them that right. can help protect them. It's helping them identify those and then training our staff to work with them. It's not coming from a place of va- blame. It's not coming from a place of frustration. It's coming from a place of love and understanding. Meeting people where they are and right. loving them forward. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, the, in the unique ways that they need that. Yeah, and you know, it's just, trauma can look like anything. We do a, 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 an ACE, you know, it's an adverse childhood experience um, test, essentially. Mm. And it's scored anywhere from one to 10. And for the average, for the av- the average number of people that come into our program, they rank at a seven to a nine. So it and, and it's did you ever get hit or slapped? Did you ever see violence in your house? Were you sexually assaulted by someone? Um, even looking at divorce, was divorce a part of your narrative growing up? It's 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 an all encompassing thing. But but generally, on average, it's around a seven to a nine, which means they've. They've seen physical violence. They've been a part of physical violence or sexual assault. Um, they've seen their mom hit. Um, so we're not just a we're not just about addiction. Right. We're about all those other things, all those other that other baggage, the other horrific experiences that woman brings to them. This is such an important uh, message to to put out there. What I would love for people to to do as a result of that information is the next time they hear about or see someone that's struggling with addiction to just pause and zoom out and recognize that the story of that person is bigger than what they can see in front of their eyes and the story they can make up about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. these, this is someone's daughter, mm-hmm. someone's sister, someone's friend, someone's mom. We actually had a client come in today and her daughter, I think, is probably a nurse, um, beautiful young woman, um, brought her mom in for treatment, you know, and and because she needs help. And and so really, truly, it, it can affect any one of us. I had a biological father that suffered from addiction his whole life. Um, he was not a part of my life past the age of five. He died from his disease several years ago. I didn't realize that my brother had addiction, to opioids until I started at Dove House. Wow. We knew he had issues. We knew he liked to smoke pot. We knew he had a hard time keeping and holding down a job. Um, 
We knew he liked to ask money for, you know, from our, from our family, um, in and out of jail many times over, but it wasn't until I got here that my eyes opened up and you recognized him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's got two years sober now and it's because I could help him. Oh. And I kind of wish I would have known what I know now 10 years ago, right. you know, right. what was happening in his life. And he did, he, you know, he, there was trauma in our lives, um, he could have he could have been he is coming he is becoming the man that he has always been meant to be mm-hmm. and i wish i could have helped him so many years ago i wish i didn't have that lens of addiction over my face mm-hmm. so like you said it's just when you see someone or you know someone or you love someone that's suffering from addiction if we come from a place of judgment or not understanding we can't help yeah. and if you can't help them then get them to a place where people can where somebody can yep absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for what you do and who you are. And I'm so blessed to have you as part of my life. Thank you. I'm honored. And thanks for letting me be part of yours. I'm not coming down. Thanks for joining us today. And thank you, Wendy, for the great work that you're doing at Dove Recovery House. I hope we've inspired you to learn more, both about the troubling challenge of addiction, as well as the great work at Dove Recovery House. And in this holiday season of giving, we would love for you to consider Dove for your giving dollars. You can go to doverecoveryhouse.org and donate supplies, links right to your Amazon account and ships directly to them. Super easy. Uh, you could even put that in your, your monthly cart to, to serve to them each month. And cash, always good because $222 serves a woman for a week with everything that she needs to live at Dove, including her treatment. And there is a waiting list and we need your help. We would love to have 30 more badass women jump in together, either to collaborate with your tribe, your team, your groups, or to give on your own. Every little bit matters and helps. Thanks so much. I hope you and your family have an amazing holiday season. I'm not coming down. I never left it on the ground I'm not coming down